One man's wasteland is another man's playground. Let's explore. Today is Monday, June 13th, and this is Dynasty Trade Talk. Welcome to the meeting. This is Fantasy Addicts Anonymous, the only AA that's not for quitters. I'm your fantasy football mentor, Antoine Wasslicker. Follow me on all social media at Wasslicker. Be true to thyself. Embrace your addiction. And as always, champ, earn your chip. Thank you for being with me on this beautiful Monday. This is the episode where I scour the internet. And when I say scour the internet, that means that I just look for the five minutes before I get on to the show. To give you some trades that I've seen and my takes on those trades. As always, when we're looking at trades, we're looking at 12-team, full-point PPR, no tight end premium, leagues, super flex. So we're looking at super flex, 12 teams, full PPR, no tight end premium. That's our base for when we look at the trades that we have here for dynasty purposes, unless specified otherwise. Now, sometimes people will put something else for us, and we'll go over those and, you know, fill it out and tell you what we think of it. The reason why we do this, we establish value of players in dynasty, which also in turn help us talk through some of the things that we think they're going to do this upcoming season. So it kind of helps us with the redraft as well. Everybody, I believe, can find purpose out of this, and that's why we do this. Typically, I give you one trade that I made out of, you know, I give you the trades that I made throughout the week. Um, I don't think I did anything of note. I think I did a few things in the um, in a 32-man league. Uh, who did I acquire? I think I gave up DJ Chart um, to get a... Uh, I gave up DJ Chark to get uh, John Bates, the uh, backup tight end for the uh, Washington Commanders, and a couple of draft picks. You know, I got all the Lions players, so I started off with all the Lions players. So I got Jamison Williams, I got Amara St. Brown. I made a trade to get George Pickens, um, and then I also, in the deal that I did for. Christian McCaffrey, I also got uh, Terrace Marshall, which today, well, yesterday, actually, I'm going to say Saturday. Saturday Saturday is when, when, when we heard the news that Robbie Anderson could potentially be hinting at retirement. That immediately started getting trade offers. So people come to me, oh, let me get Terrace Marshall. Like, nah. <laughs> nah you know and I have DeAndre Swift I have Christian McCaffrey and one of the people in the league I had traded away Jamal Williams to help get Christian McCaffrey just as a way uh, you give, give the guy back a running back you know he traded away Jamal Williams and the guy who acquired Jamal Williams was like, hey man, you want Jamal Williams back? I'll trade him to you. Like, bro, I traded him away. Why the fuck would I want him back? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, but 
I'll be working on some more trades in that 32-man league. Uh, try to mix it up on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I did give, I did trade away two defensive players. I traded away Dax, Daxton Hill, the rookie, and I traded away uh, Jesse Bates, the best, well, one of the best um, fantasy pieces on the team. But like I said again, bolster my offense. Was able to get Christian McCaffrey. Was able to get Terrace Marshall. Was able to get George Pickens. So. I felt like I was doing good. Was able to get John Bates. Got extra picks um, in the next couple of uh, years, 2023 draft, 2024 draft. So we looked to try to keep ourselves together, and we kept the core of the team, the base of the team, DeAndre Swift, uh, TJ Hawkinson, uh, Amra St. Brown, and Jamison Williams. We kept that core portion of the team. Um, We'll see what they can do. And then maybe one of them will trade them for somebody else. You don't want to have too many people on this on the same team with these fantasy teams. But when you're in a 32-man league. But you also just don't want to be just giving away players and not getting proper value in return for them. So, yeah. Uh, let's talk trades, man. We're going to talk the trades that I scoured the internet for. All right, first one we got up here, man. He gave up Ezekiel Elliott, gave up Byron Pringle, and a fourth-round rookie pick uh, here in the 2022 draft. And he received a first-round pick in the 2022 draft and a second-round pick in the 2022 draft. And those picks actually turned into, because he told us what they turned into, uh, James Cook, who he took in the first round, and then in the second round he took Jahan Dotson. I mean, he upgraded, well, potentially upgraded here at the wide receiver position. Byron Pringle is now on the Bears. The Bears didn't add too much. They didn't go out and sign big-time free agents to add to Darnell Mooney. Um, they did draft Velas Jones. Um, but, you know, John Dotson – we're thinking he's going to be a, a better receiver here than Byron Pringle, but we can't count Byron Pringle out because he could potentially be a starter on the team and produce some fantasy numbers. <coughs> but Ezekiel Elliott for James Cook, it's a significant downgrade to me at the running back position. Ezekiel Elliott is a – He's been a running back one his entire career. You know, unless unless this guy is really, unless you expect this guy to really just completely fall off the cliff this year, I don't see why you would do this. I mean, I know people, they, they love to say, Sell them one year early. It's better to be one year early than to be one year late. But even Ezekiel Elliott showing constant decline, he's fallen to, what, running back seven? <laughs> like, the guy was hurt all last year, the majority of the year last year, and still finished as a running back seven overall. This guy is 
you know, you get them healthy. They don't have Omari Cooper anymore. Gallup is injured and will be out for the first portion of the season. They also lost Cedric Wilson, who they wanted to keep. After giving up Amari Cooper, it's like, what do you expect them to do? There, you know, you want them to. Do you think they're just going to keep throwing the ball and throwing the ball and throwing the ball? But again, if you're thinking about your entire future, I think this was a good deal in hindsight. You go out, you get James Cook. Even though I don't know why James Cook was a first round pick in a rookie draft, but you know, you, you go out, you get James Cook. You could potentially have him as a receiving back in that PPR. So, of course, you know, receiving backs to PPR work well. And we suspect Jahan Dotson is going to be pretty good. So it's not a bad trade. You know, if things – I believe you could have did better with the first-round pick. And it turns out that that first-round pick was the 105. He picked James Cook at the 105, which – this is an extreme, extreme, extreme reach. I, I wouldn't have done that at all. Um, with this particular situation, I mean, you could have picked Garrett Wilson, um, Jamison Williams, you know, Christian Watson, Chris Olave. You had so many other options with that first-round pick, and then you could have came back in a second and got Isaiah Spiller or Damian Pierce, you know, or Shy White. Isaiah Spiller would be the first pick, would be the the tops of those running backs that I would pick in the second round. Because James Cook is a – you probably could have even got him in the second round. James Cook, you could have got him in the second round. So you could have flipped that, got a better receiver – or a more prominent receiver than John Dyson and still got James Cook in the second. Just 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 things to think about. I mean, I've seen James Cook go in the first round, but I don't think he should be going that high. Just my opinion, no need to spread it around. <laughs> um Dynasty two quarterback full PPR. Trade on the board here. Um, Justin Jefferson, Marquise Brown, and Ezekiel Elliott. Traded away to acquire Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison, Jared Judy, Allen Robinson, a 2023 second. They think it's going to be early. It's not going to be early if you just gave it. It's not going to be early if you just gave away Justin. It's not going to be early if the team just got Justin Jefferson, Marquise Brown, and, and and Ezekiel Elliott. That just doesn't make any sense, but whatever. And a 2025 first-round pick. Alexander Madison, I mean, you're taking him as a handcuff for Dalvin Cook, but you're giving away the best player in this deal is Justin Jefferson, you know, Plus, this is dynasty, so it's longer value that you're going to keep this guy for. I don't, you know, I don't buy into that 10 years bullshit that people say. But 
I think with the wide receiver front, Jerry Judy and Allen Robinson versus Justin Jefferson and Mark and Marquise Brown, I think you're you're better with Justin Jefferson and Marquise Brown. People are 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 just thinking about Hollywood Brown as just being a speedster. He's going to go play with the guy who he played with in college, who he had success with in college. We've seen this work throughout the league where the quarterback that you play with in college, they're putting up, they're putting up good numbers. You got the chemistry. You wanted to play with each other. You got Derek Carr, who now has his college teammate in, in Devontae Adams. You know, Tua Tungavaloa had his college teammate there with him and Jalen Waddle. Jalen Hurts had his college teammate there in Devonta Smith. You know, Joe Burrow with his college teammate in Jamar Chase. You get that, this automatic chemistry, and you guys don't have to go through the emotions of trying to learn each other because you already have that chemistry. And that's where I think Marquise Brown, especially the first six weeks of the season, where DeAndre Hopkins isn't going to be available, he's going he's gonna to have monster games for you. And then because Kyler Murray, if, they, if this was an attempt to bring Marquise Brown in as a way of keeping Kyler Murray happy so that he can re-sign, Marquise Brown is going to be with them for two, maybe three years. So you got another wide receiver that you can work with, and he's younger than Allen Robinson is. And then you got Ezekiel Elliott. Him and Dalvin Cook, to me, are roughly around that same that same range. I think Dalvin Cook does have a higher ceiling because he has the ability to catch the football out of the backfield, but. I think you're doing better keeping uh, with Justin Jefferson and Marquise Brown over Jared Judy and and Allen Robinson. Uh, you know, you guys know how I feel about Jared Judy. Um, not gonna go too far into into that um, again, but you know, we'll take Justin Jefferson, Marquise Brown, and Ezekiel Elliott here. All right, so this guy says that he'd be getting the draft picks. This is a one-quarterback league, uh, half-point PPR. You get two running backs, two wide receivers, two flex. Um, so he'd be getting the picks, but he'd be giving away Christian McCaffrey and D.K. Metcalf, and he's getting two 2023 first-round picks, a 2024 first-round pick, a 2023 second-round pick, and a 2024 second-round pick. I'm going to be honest with you, man. I am not giving up those players uh, for just picks. I get it. I understand. And, and I'm, I'm the first to tell you that no player is worth three picks. But these are two players. This is two players that we're talking about here. I understand people are low on Christian McCaffrey. At the, I, I, I understand people are low on DK Metcalf as well. Um I mean, this is not a sell low thing here, um, but I believe that you keep these guys to to help your team because um, he did states on here notable running backs for him. He's got 
Cam Akers, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey. He's got three guys who you never know, but if you got them, all three of them, you, you're going you're gonna to ball out. If all three of them balls out, you're going to ball out. Then he got Chase Diggs, Cooper, Burks, and Metcalf. Like, this is a crazy roster that you got here. This is a boomer bust style roster that you have there. Like if you're if you're being honest about the situation, you have a boomer bust style running. You have a boomer bust style roster here. If if all of these guys hit, and they well, let's just say if your running backs stay healthy, your 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 wide receivers are gonna be fine. But if your running backs stay healthy, this is a championship caliber team there. I mean, and this is not even close. You're running away with it. If Christian McCaffrey can come, can get back to his 25-plus fantasy points a game, if Saquon Barkley can get to 20 fantasy points per game, if Cam Akers can get to 20 fantasy points per game, you're running away with this. He also got Cordell Patterson, who who can get you between 15 and 17 fantasy points if he can get in that round, you know, if he if he's similar to what he was last season, he's giving you fourteen to seventeen fantasy points. Like this is this is a team that you can run away with this. Like you can run away with this. I understand why you would want to you know give up some guys for the help your future, um, but I don't know, man. I would I would give this one more shot. You know, one more shot to try to win that championship with that team. That's just me. It's just me. I understand other people will be like, man, take the picks and run, you know, but you still got DK Metcalf, Christian McCaffrey. These guys are still young, man. They're not, they're not old. You know, they're not on there. You know, one more injury for Christian McCaffrey, then you could say that. But with DK Metcalf, he's not on he's not at the end of his road or anything like that. So keep the guy, man. Keep the guys. Uh PPR, trying to rebuild a bit. Um, he was looking to see if people would do this. He would trade away uh, Jonathan Taylor for this year's 101, a 2023 first-round pick, and Cortland Sutton. Now, I don't have the comments saved, but I looked at some of the comments, and people were like, I, I, I would get way more than that for Jonathan Taylor. The 101... Brees Hall. Brees Hall is what, 21 years old? The closest prospect profile to a Jonathan Taylor was Brees Hall. So, you're saying Brees Hall at 21 years old. I think Brees Hall is 21. Is he 21? Somebody, let me fact check that. <laughs> you know? But you, the closest prospect profile to. Um, Yeah, 21 years old. Just turned 21, actually. He turned 21 May 31st. So 21-year-old running back, just turned 21. Closest profile. So him coming into the league, his profile was the closest to, you know, Jonathan Taylor. Close prospect profile to Jonathan Taylor. At the 101, you get a 2023 first and Cortland Sutton. Some people say this is a pretty good deal. Some people say it's not, like, I think, again, 
if you guys want to know how I feel that when it comes to trading Jonathan Taylor, you know, the Jonathan Taylor owners, they kind of overvalue him a little bit. Somebody in the comments said they were going to ask for four first, a couple of seconds, a third in Cortland Sutton. Like, nobody's paying that. That's overkill. Who the fuck is paying four first-round picks for one player? He's a 23-year-old running back. I get it. You guys love him. I have him on my roster. He's great. I, I get it. He's, he's, he's played very well. But we talked about in that episode that he is closer to Adrian Peterson than he is Christian McCaffrey when it comes to fantasy numbers. He's closer to Adrian Peterson than he is a Christian McCaffrey, or Alvin Kamara, uh, you know, a 2018, was it 2018, Saquon Barkley. He's closer to those, he's closer to, you know, a non-receiving threat running back, which he's not the a primary receiving threat back. He's going to get 50 targets. That's what he's going to get. He's going to get 50 targets. He's going to catch about 40 balls. That's what he's going to get. That is his his workload when it comes to receiving, which means he's going to have to continue to give you 1,800 to 2,000 yards in order to be productive. That is the same thing I said about Derrick Henry coming into last season before he got hurt. I said he's got to give you 2,000 yards in order to do this. But the, the, the difference with Derrick Henry is they actually started passing and he's got a ball. So he was getting you those points from receiving as well. So you got to look at that type of thing. You got to realize that Jonathan Taylor is not a receiving threat. He's... Yes, the guy could catch the ball, but that's not how they use him. They use Naeem Hines in that role. And I'm not saying don't go out and pick Jonathan Taylor at the 101 in your in your redraft leagues. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that when we're talking about trading him away in Dynasty, some of these trade requests that you people are asking for, your asking price for Jonathan Taylor is just strictly outrageous it shouldn't be that high the guy again we talked about this he had the lowest point total and points per game average of any running back that finished as the running back one in the last seven years it's been seven years since someone had a lower point total as him as the running back one, and he had an extra game to do it. 373 total fantasy points in 17 games for him. The lowest total since 2015. That means every other running back one has outperformed his running back one status. Every single one of them in the last decade, except one, has outperformed him as a running back one for fantasy because they did something that he just simply isn't doing. They are getting 80 
90 targets and coming down with 60, 70, 80 receptions. He's not doing that. He's not going to do it. And the asking prices for Jonathan Taylor is outrageous. In this particular situation, I can understand if you want to, you know, press it and ask for somebody better than Cortland Sutton. But getting Brees Hall, a 2023 first-round pick, and a pretty decent wide receiver, if you can get a wide receiver two out of this deal, that is incredible return on value for Jonathan Taylor. I understand people are not going to like me saying that, but it's true. If I'm taking, I'm bringing Brees Hall onto my team, 21 years old, so I'm getting two extra years. They're going to do whatever they can to help Brees Hall. I think they're going to give him the ball as many times as they can give him the ball. He's going to, he can catch the ball out of the backfield as well. So he may be in the same realm that Jonathan Taylor is going to be. You get a 2023 first round pick. And if you can get a better receiver than Cortland Sutton, you know, if somebody, you know, slips up and will give you a T Higgins or, a, you know, I don't know if you're going as far as C.D. Lamb, but if somebody can give you somebody that's real young and real nice, you know, that'll be a good, good, good pickup for you. I mean, I would ser- I would honestly, you know, think of taking this deal as well, but, you know, I understand that people want to add more to it. All right, next up, we got Jared Judy being traded away for Gabriel Davis in a 2022 Second round pick that will be the 209. This is easy for me. I don't give a fuck about Jared Judy. I don't care. Nothing about Jared Judy. Give me Gabriel Davis. Give me the 2022 209. Um, Gabriel Davis, you know, he had that, that, that great performance in the playoffs. I think he builds upon that. But at 209, you're also able to get uh, – who did I get at the 209? Uh, I think I got Alec Pierce. Um, at the 209, you could potentially get uh, Tyrion Davis-Price. Um, that might be a little bit of a reach for Tyrion, but you can get him there. Um, I've seen Isaiah Spiller go that late. I've seen Damian Pierce go that late. Not saying that that's going to happen for you, but you got relatively good talent at the 209 still if, you know, it works out for you. Um, so... Give me Gabe Davis in the 209 there. A little bit more value for me. Um, up next, we have Darnell Mooney and Kenneth Walker. Rookie running back for the Seattle Seahawks. Traded away for Josh Jacobs and Devontae Smith. I think people are down on uh, Jacobs because the uh, Raiders didn't pick up his fifth-year option. Does that mean they're not going to use him? I don't think so. I think that they didn't pick up the fifth-year option because they didn't want to pay him that money at that particular point. They want to see. They want to see about him. Um, you're bringing in a new head coach. You're bringing in a new offensive philosophy, new general manager, everything. I think they declined those first. Those, all of those guys. Uh, options, fifth-year options, because they want them, they want to see what they got with these guys. And if 
they don't got anything with them, then they could just easily move on from them instead of having to pay them, you know, a chunk of money next season, you know, where they're going to be making big bucks next season. Um, especially with Josh Jacobs being that his numbers warrant him to get a pretty hefty amount in that fifth year. I think they, again, they didn't want to pay him that. Uh, they want to use this year to see. I don't even think I'm not going to, I'm not even going to say they didn't want to pay him that. I want to say they, they want to use this year to see. And then if they need to negotiate a fresh contract, um, next offseason and just because they decline somebody's fifth year option doesn't mean that they're not going to re-sign them in season they still have that ability to do so um but in this particular case man Devontae Smith Josh Jacobs I'm going with those two guys on here um I think Kenneth Walker is going to be the day one starter for the Seattle Seahawks that's one of my bold predictions uh Chris Carson still with the neck injury they don't think he's going to play. Um, and then Rashad Penny, the, when when they say people are made of glass, they're talking about Rashad Penny. This motherfucker's hurt right now. Like, they say he should be ready for training camp, but motherfucker hurt right now. Kenneth Walker has every opportunity to take this job, but I'm still going to go with Josh Jacobs and Devontae Smith here. And finally, our last trade offer here, man. Um, this one is a two-quarterback dynasty PPR. Uh, the quarterbacks that he currently have on the roster, man, he's got Dak Prescott, he's got Joe Burrow, he's got Matt Ryan, and he drafted Malik Willis. And then his wide receivers, he's got Jamar Chase, C.D. Lamb, Jared Judy. He's got Calvin Ridley. He drafted... Uh, Traylon Burks, Christian Watson. He's got uh, Allen Robinson and Chase Claypool on the team. His running backs are Dalvin Cook, Najee Harris, Travis Etienne, and Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Sorry. Um, so he wanted to know thoughts on the offer here. If he traded away Dak Prescott in a 2023 second-round pick to get Deshaun Watson and J.K. Dobbins. Uh, Two-quarterback league here, man. I'm not going to take that gamble. Um, Dak Prescott still has shown that he could be, you know, he's, he's one of the top fantasy producer quarterbacks in the league. You're in a two-quarterback league. Don't give up a surefire starter for somebody who we don't know what's going to happen with them. I mean, we thought there was clarity, man. They offered him that he got the $230 million guaranteed. But bitches just keep coming out of the woodworks telling us that this fucker wants me to touch him. You know, that, that's, that's what they keep coming out the woodworks saying. I understand J.K. Dobbins is a pretty good get for you. It helps you be a little bit younger at the running back position. But I would keep what you have. You have Najee Harris, 24, going on 25 years old. You have um, Dalvin Cook, 
you got Travis Etienne on here, man, and you got uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. If you really want to do something um, to shake up your roster or even to try to get um, a better running back out there, um, I mean, you 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 are you are looking really good here at the wide receiver position. I don't know how many starting wide receivers you put on the field, but you could take Jared Judy or Chase Claypool or Allen Robinson um, and take those guys and maybe even package one of them with uh, Calvin Ridley to try to up your your, your running back game. I, w- I would basically, what I would do myself, I would take one of those guys that I said, Jared Judy, Allen Robinson, or Chase Claypool, package them with Ridley, package them with Clyde was lair and go after a big-name running back uh, that's young as well. And I know people are like, well, that's an overpay for some of these guys, man. Package them with a big-time running back, get you uh, a second-round pick. You know, you don't have to go for a first-round pick if you're going for a big-name running back. Um, somebody that can can help your team out, but package them with, you know, you. you I'm not saying that the 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 uh, Jonathan Taylor run, owner will take. Uh, if you if you throw Jared Judy, you know, get take throw in Calvarelli as a shot. Clyde was a lair, and then you give him that same, you know. Give him a 2023 20, first or something. He'll probably take it, maybe, but I don't know. He might not, but might be talking out the side of my ass here with that one. But you know, try to go get somebody of of, of big name caliber that's still a little young at the at the running back position if that's what you're trying to do. But I think at quarterback, man, you don't have to go out here and you don't have to try to get Deshaun Watson if you have Dak Prescott and Joe Burrow. I think you're pretty set, and then you got Matt Ryan as a backup, and then you're seeing if Malik Willis comes into into play here and comes into uh, the starting role there in Tennessee. I think this is. I think your team is set the way it is, man. You don't need to bring in a Deshaun Watson to to, to ruin your shit. Um, but that's just my opinion. Again, no need to spread it around, you know. Um, I will see you guys later on today for Monday Night Mock. I appreciate you listening to me as always. This has been Fantasy Addicts Anonymous, the only AA that's not for quitters. Be true to thyself. Embrace your addiction. And as always, champ, get out there and earn your chip. I'll see you guys on the next one. I'm out.